Hi everyone, welcome back to a new episode of Pop Cultured Swine, the podcast that brings you all the crazy drama and lets me be a narcissist and talk about myself for a few minutes in the beginning. It's everything anybody could want in a podcast. Um, I hope everyone had a great weekend. It's Sunday night. I'm feeling okay. I had a pretty good weekend. Friday, I, um, <laughs> I was like about to talk about my weekend and I'm like, well, what did I even do? Friday, I came home. Oh, I, Friday, I came home and I ordered sushi and I watched every episode of Russian Doll on Netflix. If you guys haven't watched it. I highly recommend. As I've talked about numerous times, it's hard for me to watch a TV show. Uh, we won't even get into it, but I like really hate TV shows. And so for me to start one and finish it is like one in a million. So when I do start and finish one, it's usually because it's really good. So yes, I watched all eight episodes of Russian Doll on Friday night and it was phenomenal. I highly recommend. Um, It's on Netflix. And I... I hope there's a season two. I think I read that there was going to be, but yes, it's very, very good. I highly recommend it. Um, And then sushi is my favorite food of all time. So that was also incredible. And then on Saturday, I had a meeting at noon. And then afterwards, I went to the movies and I saw um, Happy Death Day to You, which is the sequel to Happy Death Day. Um... And it was good. It wasn't as good as the, the first one, Happy Death Day. But it was still pretty good. I feel like a lot of people didn't go see Happy Death Day because they thought it was going to be really stupid. But it's actually a really good film, like, just overall. Like, it's not very scary, but it's, like, fun. And it does have, like, some horror aspects to it. And it's, like, it's just, like, really good writing and editing and everything. So highly recommend seeing the first one if you haven't. And then if you've seen the first one, I would say the second one... I don't know if I would say you can you should go out and see it in theaters, but I would I mean it's definitely watchable. I think you should still see it, but I think maybe I just had such high hopes and it wasn't what I expected, but it was still a really good movie. Plus I love going to the movies more than anything. It's my number one favorite hobby, so that was fun. I got to eat popcorn and I just really lived the life. And then I don't know what I did Saturday night. Oh, Saturday night I um just like went down a rabbit hole. I do this every three months or so where I go down a rabbit hole of like old emo music I used to listen to when like MySpace was still a thing because like it wasn't a phase mom it truly is like my personality like I still love all the emo music I used to listen to like something corporate (laughs) is like I listen to that like at least once a month still um and just, like, bands like that, like, the scene aesthetic, um, I'm trying to think of more, but of course, now that I'm talking about it, I, like, can't think of anything. Oh, Hello Goodbye, like, their first one, like, Dear Jamie, that shit is, like, still my jam, and I even have, like, a playlist that I shared with my friends where I made of, like, all the old songs that we used to listen to, and so, like, every three months or so, I just, like, go down this huge rabbit hole where I just, like, listen to all that music again, and that's what I did Saturday night, I was just, like, banging out in my apartment to like paramore and shit and like my chemical romance uh because it's just not a phase mom it's who i am i remember like three years ago i was talking to my ex-boyfriend who had like known me since i was like a kid 
And I said something, I was like, oh yeah, well that was like when I was like in my emo phase. And he was like, um, <laughs> you're still in your emo phase. He was like, you never grew out of that. I was, it really brought me a sense of self-awareness, but that's just who I am, baby. And then this morning I, um, went and read in a coffee shop, which I haven't read in a long time. Reading used to be, like, my favorite thing to do. I used to read, like, at least, at minimum, like, a book a month. I was just constantly reading to the point where someone even introduced me one time. I was like, this is my friend Morgan. She reads more than anyone I know. I was just, like, I used to be obsessed with reading. And then, I don't know what happened. Just, like, life got a hold of me and I became, like, an adult. And, like, I have, like, so much on my mind 24-7 that, like... The last thing I want to do when I, like, get home and have free time is, like, sit down and read. So, I forced myself, I, like, told myself, I was like, this weekend you have to go to, like, a coffee shop and read at least, like, two chapters. Like, just start, and then you'll, like, pick it up again. And so, yeah, I forced myself to go to the coffee shop, and I actually read a ton. I read, like, a good, probably, like, seven chapters. Um, And so, it felt really good to, like, get back into that. I'm reading, um... Anne Rule's The Stranger Beside Me, which is about Anne Rule, who's this, like, true crime writer, and how she actually used to work with Ted Bundy before, well, while he was a serial killer, and she didn't know. Um, Highly recommend. It's very good. So I did that today, and then I came home, and I don't know, I've just been fucking around, I guess, just, like, laying in bed. (laughs) I haven't really been doing anything since I got home, but it feels good. And now I'm recording this podcast. I'm sure no one truly cared about my weekend, but it was just like a a very wholesome weekend and I just wanted to share it with you guys. Um because I don't know. I like sharing things with you guys. But yeah, that was that's me. And that's the end of the episode. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um should we get into some celeb talk? Not too much crazy stuff has happened this week, or I don't know. I'm kind of in a weird mood right now, where I'm kind of just blasé about a lot of things. Um, So bear with me. I'm trying to get my energy up, but what I really want to do is just, like, read and, like, write in a journal and, like, go to bed. So bear with me. We're going to get through the celeb gossip, and I'm trying to make it fun for y'all. Um... The internet pretty much just lost all self-control this weekend because Shawn Mendes, the singer, released his new ad campaign with Calvin Klein. So he's just, like, in tight little boxer briefs. And apparently, like, everyone in the world has, like, this humongous crush on Shawn Mendes. And I feel really, like, left out because, like, I obviously think he's, like, attractive because he's, like, just a generically attractive person. Like, there's no denying that he's, like, attractive. Like, he is. But, like, I don't think that, like, he's, like, the like super crazy hot like everyone else does. Like, everyone else loses their fucking mind about Shawn Mendes. And I kind of just think that he's, like, very generic. I don't know. He's very clean cut and, like, pretty. And that is, like, 100% not my type. I like a kind of dirty, nerdy boy. And so I think maybe that's it. Um, But, yeah, he's in his... He's on his underwear. And people are losing their fucking shit over it. He got, like over 7 million likes on his Instagram photo when he posted the campaign. I will say, though, that I did see one shot that I was like, oh, (laughs) okay. But, yeah, he just kind of seems like cute, nice boy-next-door type, and that is, like, not my type. But 
if you want to see the ad campaigns, they're literally everywhere, but they're also on his um, Instagram. So go check them out if you also want to lose your mind. And then in other news, <laughs> you guys, uh, Orlando Bloom and Katy Perry are engaged. <laughs> you guys know how I feel about Katy Perry. Oh, they're engaged. They got engaged on Valentine's Day. Uh, so, <laughs> I have very few comments about it. Um, I guess I'm happy for them. I don't know. They seem happy together. So, you know what? I'm happy for them. I don't hate Kitty Perry. I just think that she's, like, lost her damn mind and it has zero self-awareness. Um, so, yeah. But yeah, they're engaged, and they got engaged on Valentine's Day, and I guess they've been wanting to be engaged for a while. And her ring is over, worth, like, worth over five million dollars, which, like, what? I can't even imagine having a piece of jewelry that expensive. That doesn't seem worth it to me. Like, that can buy multiple homes. (laughs) You know what I mean? But whatever. I actually really like her ring, um... It's, like, in the shape of a flower, so it's, like, I think, like, eight smaller, and by smaller, they're still large, but they're smaller diamonds. It kind of looks like a daisy, like, when you would draw a daisy, like, a little kid draws a flower. So it's, like, eight smaller diamonds around in the shape of a flower petals, and then in the center, it's, like, a giant pink stone. Um, I think it's really cute. I don't think it's cute for, like, an engagement ring. But overall, I think the ring is actually super cute. And I would totally wear it. And I hope that, like, Fashion Nova makes a fake one. Um, because I would, I would totally buy it and wear it. But it's cute. But yeah, that's her engagement ring. It's interesting, but I think it's Katy Perry. Her last engagement ring, when she was married to Russell Brand. Oh, my neighbor is right there and I feel so touched. Um, when she was married to Russell Brand, was, like, a pink heart. It was, like, heart-shaped, and it was pink. So, I mean, she's just, she's just quirky, whatever. But, yeah, so I guess I'm happy for them. Um, I'm a little enraged, though, because, sorry, I just feel like my neighbor's, like, standing outside my door listening to me be an idiot on this podcast. Um, I'm, like, a little enraged, though, because Orlando Bloom, I think, was, like, my first celebrity crush. Actually, that's not true. I think it was Leonardo DiCaprio when he was in Titanic because me and my sister Danielle shared a room when we were, like, really little kids. And I remember we had a Leonardo DiCaprio poster, like, taped to the back of our door. And I remember we, like, put earrings and, like, our actual earrings, like, into the ear holes of the poster. But Orlando Bloom was, like, my first celebrity crush, like, big time, um... Because when I, when I was, like, in fifth grade, I saw him in the first Lord of the Rings, and, like, something changed inside me. And then I even got, like, a Legolas bookmark from the Scholastic Book Fair at school. So I could keep in all, all the books I was reading, because I thought he was so hot. Orlando Bloom as Legolas is so hot. And, like, no one can deny that. Truly so hot. I remember leaving the movie theater and just being like, oh, my God. And then, like, one of my sisters was like... Legless? That Legless character was so hot. And I was like, yeah, it's right. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like freaked out because I thought it was just me. But yeah. So I don't know. I think there's like some resentful side of me that like 
10 year old me that's like resenting Katy Perry about this but whatever overall I guess I'm happy for them I look forward to the wedding photos because I want to see what her dress is going to be like and then they said that they're very excited to start a family soon and remember when I said that I think Katy Perry's pregnant like four weeks ago I'm just I'm not saying but I'm just saying so keep that in mind sis um speaking of Valentine's Day <laughs> every year Kanye West does something like really outlandish and like big for Kim on Valentine's Day and this year it was like in their empty living room their house is so creepy so it was like in their empty marble living room and it was like a ton of vases which is full of like one rose so like a hundred vases like spread out and each of them just hold one rose and then in the middle was like the like Kenny G <laughs> performing it was really awkward and people kept making jokes online like okay but what like what small talk did you make with Kenny G after he was done performing or like how long did he have to play for or like did he leave immediately after so I mean, whatever. She loved it. It was a huge romantic gesture, but it's still just kind of awkward. Last year, he did the same thing, too, but he had these, like, weird flower bouquets hanging from the ceiling, but they looked like just, like, drops of blood, kind of. They were bizarre looking. And then, yeah, he just had, like, someone playing on piano. I can't remember who it was. I don't know. Every year, every year it's, like, something similar that's kind of just, like, awkward, but whatever. She's happy. Um and Kenny G's still there and good news well bittersweet news 21 Savage was finally released from being held by ICE um, so he got released on bond on a bond which I think is like fucked up like why would you have to pay ICE to be released you know what I mean I feel like that shouldn't be allowed I feel like ICE as a whole shouldn't be allowed but that's a whole other topic for a different podcast Um, so he finally got released on bond so he's out but he's still like awaiting like deportation trial so he's not like in the clear but they said that they had made a mistake detaining him but now that they've like caught him and realized that he's like on an expired visa they can't just like ignore it I guess (sighs) so good thing is that he's out he has his freedom for now but we'll see what happens at his deportation trial hopefully they just like let him stay I mean he applied for a visa in 2017 and like nothing has happened with it yet because this country is just like built on deporting people especially people of color but I hope the best for him because I mean he's been here for like 20 years you can't just like make someone leave a co- I mean you can but you shouldn't be able to make someone leave a country if they've been here for over half their life like I said that's a different topic for a different kind of podcast I won't get into it now um but I'm I'm happy for him that he gets to like reunite with like his family and friends and everything um Let's see what else is going on. Oh, Demi Lovato is apparently in a rehab again. She apparently checked herself into a rehab in Hawaii. I think it actually weirdly has to do with 21 Savage because when 21 Savage got arrested by ICE and people found out that he was British, like the internet went crazy with like hilarious memes. I talked about it last week. Like the situation overall is like not funny, but finding out like 21 Savage is British is like one of the funniest things like we've ever discovered on the internet 
Um, and so, like, there was just, like, a ton of memes about 21 Savage being British. And everyone was sharing them. Like, they're everywhere. And then Demi Lovato said, like, the best thing about Super Bowl Sunday is the, are these 21 Savage memes. And people, like, ripped her to shreds. Because, like, Demi Lovato can't do anything right. And people always have to bully her. Um, so, yeah, they ripped her to shreds to the point where she literally deactivated her Twitter and apparently now she's checked herself back into rehab so I hope she's okay and like fuck everyone on the internet sometimes I like really love the internet because I get to find like memes or like weird celebrity news or like connect with people but like other times like things like that I'm just like people are so cruel I truly think like the internet is like the real life version of the movie The Purge because I feel like people just like let whatever they're holding in inside like in internet comments to people they don't know and it's just like so mean and like cruel and it's just like makes me sick I've never like felt the need to like comment something mean on anybody's anything like if I don't like something I'd just be like in my head like okay that's like ew I hate that whatever you know what I mean? <laughs> I just, like, went down a long rant. But, like, I feel so bad for her because, like, she just, like, can't win. Like, people pretended that they cared when she, like, OD'd. But then she, like, makes one, says, like, one statement that everyone else is doing. Everyone was sharing 21 Savage's British memes. And she finally just, like, states what everyone's thinking. Like, the, I love these 21 Savage memes. And then people just, like, eat her alive to the point where she has to check into rehab again. Ugh, people are sick. So I'm hoping for the best for her as well. Speaking of people being sick as fuck and not in a good way, singer Ryan Adams is being investigated by the FBI right now for texting a 14-year-old girl sexual things and photos that include nudity. What a fucking creep. Um, And then, like, it, it, like, just unleashed the storm because as soon as, like, that information came out, all of his ex-girlfriends... And his ex-wife, Mandy Moore, and, like, all these females that he worked with all came out and said, like, they had, like, all similar stories. That he was, like, really manipulative and controlling and, like, a sexual predator and, like, made them uncomfortable. And he was, like, demanding and he, like, I, it, like alienated them. And, like, Mandy Moore said that she, he, like, purposely, like, ruined, um, like, her music career he like wouldn't let her network with anybody and he constantly told her over and over again that she like wasn't a true artist because she didn't play an instrument and then she like hasn't released an album since like 2009 and like Mandy Moore used to be a singer um hello Alexa play walk to remember soundtrack Alexa play candy by Mandy Moore the best song on this planet so fuck Ryan Adams what a fucking creep he's like 45 or some shit He's old. I mean, not that being 45 is old, but, like, ew, you're 45 and you are texting a 14-year-old? Are you fucking disgusting? And one of the women he worked with said that she he did the same thing to her when she was 18. And he was like, oh, people can't find out that we're talking sexually like this. They're going to call me R. Kelly, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, people wouldn't call you R. Kelly if you weren't a creep and like dated people your own fucking age but it's all about just like a power thing with those kind of men because they're just so empty inside and people their own age realize that they're like losers so they have to go for like young girls who like idolize them Ugh, gross so fuck him fuck Ryan Adams and hell yeah to all of his ex-girlfriends for 
bashing him in the media all at once. It's truly hilarious to see. Um, so yeah, that's that on that. And then I just have a few more things. Um, (laughs) we all know our girl, Black China. She had a baby with Rob, Little Dream, Rob Kardashian. She had a baby with Tyga, Kylie Jenner's ex-boyfriend. She, like, sued the Kardashians. (laughs) She's hella crazy all the time. She's always into some shit. Well, she was dating this one guy. She also dates really young because she's in her 30s and her last two boyfriends have been, like, 18 and 19 years old. Um, Her last boyfriend, she, like, was supposed to watch Dream. Rob tried to, like, drop Dream off at her house or he had their nanny because she has a restraining order on him. Whatever. Um... And she, like, wasn't home. And then on her, like, Instagram stories, it showed that she was, like, in Hawaii. <coughs> so, like, she was supposed to watch their, or, like, have their kid for the weekend. And she was, like, in Hawaii with, like, her 19-year-old boyfriend. And apparently they got, like, in a physical fight. So, th- I guess they broke up and she came home. And she immediately started dating Soldier Boy. Yes, that's right. Soldier Boy. Black China and Soldier Boy are dating. I think it's all probably a publicity stunt, to be completely honest with you guys. But, what? <laughs> Soldier Boy and Black China. Oh my god. <laughs> you guys, I have no words. I truly have no comment. Besides, just like buckle up. Because I'm sure the drama that's going to come out of this relationship is going to be juicy AF. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see what crazy shit these two weirdos can cook up. Oh, Lord. The Lord of pop culture has blessed us. Um, And then one last thing. Let's talk about Jennifer Aniston's 50th birthday party. It actually happened before last week's episode, but I forgot to put it in my notes, and so I forgot to tell you guys. But I'll tell you right fucking now. So Jennifer Aniston, our little sweet angel baby in Hollywood, everyone loves her. Who has a problem with Jennifer Aniston? No one. Everyone loves her. She's like everyone's best friend. She turned 50 last or two weeks ago. She had a party. Literally every big name in Hollywood came because she's friends with everyone, including Brad Pitt. That's right, y'all. Brad Pitt came to Jennifer Aniston's 50th birthday party and he came with a card. What the fuck? If you guys don't know, him and Jennifer Aniston were married for like 10 years, if not more, 10 or 13 years. They were married for a long time. Someone's going to email me and be like, actually, it was like six years. And I'm going to be like, okay, well, fuck off. They were married for a long time until he literally cheated on her and left her for Angelina Jolie. That's how him and Angelina Jolie got together. They were... He was married to Jennifer Aniston at the time. And then he filmed Mr. and Mrs. Smith with Angelina Jolie and had an affair with Angelina Jolie and then left Jennifer Aniston for her. And then turned into, like, a fucking weirdo because he used to be, like, the number one name in Hollywood. Brad Pitt was, like, the most famous actor in Hollywood. It was, like, him and Leonardo DiCaprio, like, most famous people in Hollywood. Or, like, men. And then he started dating Angelina Jolie and he, like, turned into, like, some weirdo because Angelina Jolie, as much as she is a good person, she's also a weirdo. So, anyways, and then Jennifer Aniston has, like, 
alluded to Brad Pitt being a big jerk in, like, multiple interviews. Um, which, obviously, I mean, she doesn't need to allude. We can see it with our own eyes that he's a big jerk. So, yeah. They, like, didn't get along. But apparently, he, like, recently asked for her forgiveness and said, like, he didn't handle their divorce in the right way and he feels really bad about it. But, like, does he feel bad about it? Or is he just, like, alone now because him and Angelina Jolie aren't together anymore? So now he's like, oh, I gotta go back to, like, the girl I was with before. Which, I've been that girl and it's, like, pathetic. Um, so yeah, like, apparently he asked for her forgiveness and she gave it to him because she's a little angel on this planet. And now they're, like, chumming it up at her birthday party. And then apparently people, like, who were really close to her, like, sent gifts to her home ahead of the party. So they didn't have to, like, bring a gift to the party. And, like, she didn't have to, like, figure out how to leave with all these gifts. And he is apparently one of those people. He apparently sent her a gift to her house before the party. Brad Pitt, if you don't leave Jennifer Aniston alone, I'm gonna call the cops. I swear to God. Leave her alone. Like, you need to be out of her life. She doesn't need you anymore. You need her. But she doesn't need you. So you need to get the fuck out of her life. Ugh. He's so gross. And Jennifer Aniston's such an angel. I just want him to stay away from her. I swear to God, I'm going to call the cops and order an ish, like, restraining order myself for her. Ugh. Anyways, so hopefully we don't see anything else happen between them. Hopefully she was just being generous because it was her 50th birthday and all of his friends were there and she felt bad for him. So she was like, fine, I guess you can come because you have no friends because they're all at my birthday party. So I guess you can come. Hopefully that's the real sitch. Who knows, y'all? But other than that, that's truly all I have for you guys. Oh, wait, I have one Ariana and Pete thing. So back when they were dating, actually, I have two things about Ariana and Pete. Back when they were dating, they Ariana had this tattoo that was like something from um, Breakfast at Tiffany's. And Pete Davidson got that tattoo on the back of his neck. But he recently was pictured with his shirt off and like from the back and he got it covered with the word cursed like (laughs) so dramatic and also please grow up can you imagine like getting a tattoo that you got with like your ex covered and having it say cursed (laughs) anyways that's what I had to say about that and then also when she was writing thank you next she apparently wrote three different versions of it because her and Pete were actually on and off during that time that she was writing it. They, like, had gotten back together. And so then she was, like, she changed it to the, like, oh, that I'm, like, actually getting married. But then they broke up again, so then she had to change it again. I didn't know they were still together when she wrote that song. <sighs> Anyways, <laughs> that's actually all I have for you guys for this week. I don't know, y'all. If you want my emo playlist that I made, let me know. I'll send you the Spotify link. But until then, I will see you guys on Wednesday with co-host Megan as we talk about The Bachelor. We think it's a fence jump episode, so we're all pretty excited. And then in the meantime, make sure that you follow me on Instagram. It's Twine podcast on there and then also if you're ever listening on itunes make sure that you rate review and subscribe and recommend me to a friend that you hate and you want to torture because this is what that podcast is for anyways i will see you guys on wednesday bye guys